Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a couple of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. So when it comes to traveling, apparently on this show, not a whole hell of a lot of luck when it comes to certain members of this show trying to travel and get to certain places in the airport. Uh, if anybody follows LeVar Arrington on social media, if you follow him on Instagram, uh, King of the Mammals, I believe, is his IG account. Uh, he chronicled the situation that was taking place at an airport. He was at Frontier Days in Cheyenne, Wyoming over the course of the weekend, and apparently one delay led to two delays, led to three delays, led to a back and forth with members of, I believe, Delta Airlines was the culprit this time. And uh, LeVar Arrington was last checked, stuck in an airport, trying to get back home. Thus, he cannot be on the show today or do the show today. So if you followed along to this show and heard any of these stories uh, regarding members of this show, it's not quite as bad. I feel like we've actually seen a little bit of development and some growth here. We've actually shown some positive upward momentum because in comparison to what Lee DeLapp went through during his travel excursions, uh, LeVar's, I mean, he's basically at the Taj Mahal. Lee slept outside a train station and was bit by sewer rats as he tried to catch a two-hour nap to go shower with bums in a train station bathroom just to try and make sure he didn't at least have BO while he had to sleep outside. So... If anybody's followed along, traveling apparently has been a little bit of an issue for members of this show, uh, Brady Quinn, and LeVar Arrington is the latest victim of having to sit in an airport because the airline seemingly can't get their you-know-what together. Is this why you don't travel? Is, is this an example of that? Exactly. That's why I travel by train. I told you that. You know, By train? By train. Little well, what Amtrak. are you riding the caboose? That's what I do. <laughs> a little, little Amtrak. Oh, okay. You know, hop on, Pacific Surfliner, Ventura County, drops you right off where you need to go. No hassle, <laughs> no nothing. I, I have not looked into the, the saga or the story that has been LaVar's <laughs> Le- travels this, this week. Uh, I am curious, though, to hear how, uh, how Frontier Days went. But uh, I'll have to go check out his uh, his social media. Well, does, he, does he leave like a good account of what happened? That will, he's sitting, he appears to be sitting in front of the help desk at an empty Delta airline portion of the airport. 
uh, and he looks like he's like got a phone in his hand or something like that. And he's leaving this video talking about how unpleasant the help was. Uh, Delta Airlines, I'm going to put you on blast. He also pointed out the fact that he you know, needs to get back to his kids because he needs somebody to take care of his children. Uh, he, he's posting pictures of the constant delays, so on and so forth. It just... I, all I keep hearing is nightmare situations in the in the airports. Like I I don't know. At some point, was this is this just COVID? Like the, like the airports still are trying to manage having to deal with people not wanting to work there and not travel because of COVID. Like what the hell's going on with no, this crap? No, I, there, there's a bunch of different things going on. I mean, for starters, I, I do. I mean, there's some strikes that that have been going on. I want to say it was the Southwest Pilots. I forget which airline most recently was dealing with it, but um, there's all sort. There's, there's usually some sort of uh, work issue with one of the airlines in regards to like their union. I, I think what's happened over time since since COVID is there's just been a lack of any desire to like try to help people when they are delayed or something's canceled. It's just kind of like, well, like, you know, you could deal with this. Just go online, go talk to a bot. Like it, it, there's, there's really not many people in person who want to care to deal with that, that sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everything's got outsourced to like a, a robot or a bot online. And, and there's times when like, you're going to check in online. I'll be like, Oh, you need to call, but you like literally go through prompts where you still don't talk to anyone. And, and I'm not sure why it's pivoted to that. It's probably cheaper, you know, than, than having to hire someone and probably. pay the benefits and everything else. But it's, uh, it, it's, yeah, it definitely doesn't have anything to do with COVID. Well, I would say this. If they want to enact change, apparently the thing to do is get on a Zoom call. Like, I don't know if you are familiar with that, but uh, apparently Zoom calls are the are the new rave. Uh, well, that was the thing to do through COVID, so you're right. Yeah, yeah that, so, that would. I mean, I guess you could make some change there, right? Uh, apparently, that was the plan of attack for running backs in the NFL. Austin Eckler of the Chargers organized a Zoom call with other running backs. Now, on that call, reportedly were Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs. Uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN says they kicked around ideas, but there was no major plans to really come out of it. Uh, so I'm not really sure what the point was. Nick Chubb actually spoke about the call and sort of spoke about where they're at and the status of things as a running back goes in the NFL. Here's what he had to say. Well, I mean, right now it's just talk. You know, there's really nothing we can do. We're kind of um, we're kind of handcuffed with the situation. But, I mean, I felt what I took from it, uh, McCaffrey and Derrick Henry and Saquon all had a lot of good points. But the biggest thing is that we're the only position that – our production hurts us the most, you know. If we go out there and run for 2,000 yards with so many um, carries, the next year they're going to say, you know, you're probably worn down. That's the biggest thing that I took from it. It's just, I mean, it's tough. You know, we it hurts us just to go out, to go out there and do good. It hurts us at, at the end of the day. I don't know what really was the point of the Zoom call. Like, what, 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 to his point, what can you really do about it right now? Well, I, I think the one thing you can do about it is you could collectively talk to all running backs and you'd have to draw a line in the sand and say, we're going to strike. Like, even guys who are under contract, Nick Chubb or Derrick Henry or whoever else you want to throw into the conversation, Chris McCaffrey, they're going to collectively say, we are trying to, as a position group, not just the stars, all of them, we're going to strike. And... There's a risk to that, right? Because as we know, there's a bunch of running backs who play in the USFL 
the XFL, the CFL. There's people in the street who probably feel like they could still play. I mean, they would literally be jumping in to fill that void. So that's the tough part is it's a position that it's gotten, it's gotten tough to be able to sign those big deals, and it's tough not to acknowledge what Nick Chubb just mentioned, that as soon as they have a ton of success, you know, with that comes you know, a depreciating asset. You don't look at a wide receiver that way or a quarterback or a left tackle or, or anyone else. You know, Justin Jefferson, or excuse me, Tyreek Hill is the one that said he's going to catch for 2,000 yards. Yeah. You know what you're not going to say the following year? Always run down. It's not what you say. But with running backs, there, there's a lot of validity to what he said. You know, their success, especially in college, you would hear guys who are like, you know, they, they, they come out of college like, well, they're a three-year starter, super successful. Uh, you know, how much tread do they have left on the tire? That's, that's, that's how you'd hear people talk about running backs at the college level. And so that's why, you know, a lot of schools, whether it's Georgia probably most, most famously, has had kind of a running back by committee. And it's protected a lot of those guys to be more valued when, when they get drafted or when they get to the NFL because they haven't had to have the bulk of the carries. So outside of a strike, which would really hammer home the point and enforce maybe the NFL to come back to them and, and say, okay, let's try to iron out some protections and some things. You know, maybe we've got a, a, a player performance pool that's traditionally uh, gone to players who don't have big contracts that have high production so like maybe the more of that those funds get devoted to running backs it might be unfair to other position groups but you know that was something that uh, got implemented in the 2011 CBA and it, it stuck around since and it's been a way of re- rewarding performance for guys who you know maybe aren't necessarily contracted uh, and getting paid that much, so th- there's 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 ideas, but you know ultimately Nick Chubb said it. There's really nothing they could do. They're they're handcuffed. It's a byproduct of the economics of the NFL, and I don't think it's changing anytime soon. When your point about there's players on the outside, you know USFL, XFL, CFL, et cetera, et cetera. There's guys that are on the outside that are looking for a chance, and I know that they want to. If, if let, let's say they strike and they say let's all get together let's do this for our position group let's do this for you know our, our our brothers that are in the the running back room across the league and let's do this for all future running backs if i'm one of these guys on the outside i i look i appreciate it i know that there's a fraternity i get all that but if i'm looking for an opportunity and i've got a family that's my priority. It's not the running back position. And so if I get a chance to, you know, make pennies or the league minimum or one or two million dollars a year, I'll gladly take it if it means taking care of my family. And I just find it hard to believe that you're going to find enough guys that are going to say, hey, we're all in to really enact any sort of change. It, it, it's always been the issue with players striking in the NFL. The yeah. NFL owners know it. They've always banked on the fact that there'd be someone to replace that void immediately. And, and, and also, to your point, they know from that standpoint that, you know, most players, especially in NFL standards, you know, if it's a three-year average career span, most of the guys are, you know, trying to, to cash in for however much for that short window of time. And, and they leverage that and they use that against a lot of athletes. Like, you can find cheaper labor. And there's not going to be that big of a difference. I mean, think, think about this, for example. You know, you average over four yards per attempt. You know, that's about where, where every team wants you to be. 
And and so let's say as you know one of the stars, you're at four point eight, four point nine yards per attempt, and they bring someone else in who averages four point two, who might be saving them a lot of money. Mm. You know, over a period of a season, that that four point two, you know, it, it adds up. It's not going to be quite as much, but it doesn't seem like it's it's that big of a difference. But the cost savings are monumental. Like you're talking about, you know, paying a guy maybe league minimum at seven hundred fifty thousand dollars versus paying a guy ten point one million which is a big difference. So that's how they look at it. And they're like, yeah, we can get by as long as we've got, you know, the quarterback, the wide receiver, the left tackle, you know, the, the cornerback and the edge rusher. As long as we've got or those guys paid, that's all, that's all that really matters. We'll, we'll build our roster around that. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. So apparently things are a little feisty for the New York Jets at uh, training camp. They've got Hard Knocks, which is set to debut, uh, you know, coming up. Uh, at some- When is the debut of Hard Knocks? Is it this week? It's whatever yeah, I mean, it is. Is it this week? I would assume because the Hall of Fame game's coming up uh, August third. The Hall of Fame game's coming up. In I'm, I'm, I'm too into Shark Week right now. Shark Week started off last. Did night. it? Is Shark Week right now? Oh yeah. Oh, oh it's back. I'm seeing Tuesday, August eighth. 
Okay, so it's going to be after the Hall of Fame game. Well, that's yeah. unfortunate. All right, so uh, point is, uh, the cameras are rolling, and apparently we had multiple fights in practice. I mean, guys are throwing down. They are heated up. They are fired up for the season. And their head coach, Robert Sala, spoke about the fisticuffs at practice for the New York Jets. Guys, it, it's training camp. These guys are fighting for their live, uh, fighting for their livelihood, right? Um, they're trying to get on teams. They're trying to compete their tail off to get into a starting lineup, to earn a spot on the roster, to earn a role. And so fights are going to happen. And um, and it's like I, you know, I, I tell them when you're when you're fighting with your family, you got to rule. As, you got to rule as a family. I tell my seven kids, keep it below the neck, above the waist. You know, so the skirmishes are going to happen. Don't throw a punch. Uh, you're going to get in your shoving match, get, get on, move on, get over with it. we got a lot of stuff to do, um, but they're going to happen. And to, to pretend like they're not going to happen, you're, you're just fooling yourself. But that's a, that's a product of people competing their tails off, trying to earn something more than it is just uncontrolled anger. <laughs> I tell my kids, blow the neck above the waist. Above the waist. <laughs> Liver shot. Like, oh, bo- body shots only. Liver okay. shots only. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> right to the solar plexus. The solar house is lit. <laughs> that going on. Seven kids, yeah. and they're just lethal I, to the body. I do love how he dropped that subtly. Like, yeah, I told my seven kids. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't know he had Robert seven Robert has got seven kids? Good for him, man. Okay. Good for him. Yeah, he's guy stays busy. No wonder um, he runs his steps before games. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to just try to get away. That's a, that's a, that's a lot going on there. Um, <laughs> anyway... <laughs> I, I'm questioning how legit the fights are this early in camp. Like, typically, you get fights once you get through the first week or two because guys get tired of, you know, hitting each other. They get tired of going up against each other. Uh, there's there's natural fatigue, crankiness set in anyway. They're sore. They, they you know, It's a little easier for guys to get upset by something. So this early in camp to have one, you kind of feel like it might be more for the cameras. They're like hard knocks, you know. I, it, it, I mean, I and I and I, I realize it could also just be early in camp. You get a, a a couple young guys who don't you know know how to go a certain speed. Like there's different speeds if it's a walkthrough, if it's a whatever kind of period you're going you're going in. And sometimes young guys who are trying to make a statement or trying to make the roster, they don't know how to handle themselves versus a veteran, and and they'll they'll tick off a veteran by doing something that the veteran's like, no, 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 that's not how this, this works, young bull. Like, you you got to go at a certain speed in this drill. This isn't game speed yet, but we're, we're eventually getting there. And sometimes you'll get some guys that tick off other players. I'll never forget Von Miller. Von Miller, when he got in as a rookie, it didn't matter what it was. It didn't matter if it was a walkthrough. didn't matter if it was, like, you know, helmet and, and jerseys. He went full speed. Every single time. And it made so many of the offensive linemen in Denver mad. It would, like, start fights. Like, I mean, literally. <laughs> and, and, and that was just he had one speed. He was going full full go every single time. And it, it literally made guys mad. Uh, and I just remember sitting there kind of watching it thinking, well, I mean, he's a special player. You know, he, he does this for a reason. And he's not going to adapt to them. He's going to make them adapt to him. Yeah, I just – I don't know that even if there's fights that – are you going to watch Hard Knocks? Be honest. Do you think um, you'll watch it? I might watch some some pieces of it. I, I've just – I've kind of grown out of – I have too. Yeah, I, I just wanted to watch it as much. I just – I think there's so much coverage of the NFL, and we've seen so, like so many versions of Hard Knocks, and I'm just kind of, okay. I mean, even if there are some brawls, like it just feels like it's it's a watered-down product. I would say this, though – 
Aaron Rodgers was on local radio in New York, and he was talking about just sort of uh, his plan and, you know, uh, talking to, you know, Rothenberg and DiPietro in New York and just telling him just kind of, you know, whether or not he's going to be there long term or what his timeline is as a Jets quarterback. Take a listen and, and tell me what you think of this. Jets gave up a lot for me. So, you know, to just play one year, I think would be a disservice. Now, if that one year turns out to be a magical year, who knows? But it's more than that. It's how my body feels. Don't you think Rodgers probably has also a more realistic expectation of this? Because people are already talking Super Bowl with the Jets. And Rodgers is probably thinking, let's slow down a little bit here. All right. The AFC is a pretty daunting task. Our division's pretty tough. And that's not including... Kansas City, Cincinnati, and some of the other teams that are in the conference, I'd like to have at least more than one bite at the apple before we start talking about, all right, one and done because you got a Super Bowl. I think he's probably got a little bit more of a realistic approach than a lot of people covering the Jets or Jets fans have right now. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's the, the team success and what they're able to do this season. Then the biggest thing that he pointed out, and I think how he's always operated is he wants to reevaluate after the season and see how he feels both physically and mentally. Like, he's, he's different in that sense. And so he's going to go through his process of evaluating what he feels like he wants to try to accomplish. But I, I think you heard the initial part. And it is – it's interesting if you go back and think about how when he went into the meditation hut, he was about ready to retire. At least that was maybe his intention. And then when he got out of it, hearing about the Packers trying to trade him behind his back and – Whatever communication did or did not happen, or efforts to make communication did or not, did not happen with FaceTime, um, it, it led to a, a trade, and it led to him signing with a team that you know he now feels like maybe he can make a run with for the next few years. And, and it's the first time he's been away from the Green Bay Packers, that organization, and it's a very different situation. He's in the number one media market. He, he's, he's with a, a franchise that's clamoring for success versus one that, you know, he was replacing a Hall of Famer. And and that, that Hall of Famer and that team had won Super Bowls. I mean, the Jets, it's been so long. There's probably a generation that, that was, wasn't around, wasn't alive for it, and really hasn't have, you know, seen them have much success. So there is like this rejuvenation of a fan base that's so excited for him to be there that it's, it's got to feel good. You know, I, I, I'm not saying the Packers took him for granted, at least not the fan base, but but maybe you had the front office to some degree did. And maybe there are some fans who took him for granted and wanted to move on. But this is that, this is that opportunity for him to prove otherwise. And I think it was a pretty heavy cost, you know, for him to go there. So uh, I'm sure he wants to give it more than just a year. Like if he's going to take on this daunting task, and you touched on it, like the AFC is so much more competitive. There's a lot more parity. They didn't make a Super Bowl back when he was in an NFC that was much easier to navigate through, right? With home field multiple times. And now you've got to deal with the AFC and all these quarterbacks and, and just a much tougher division, let alone conference. So I, I think he understands that it's a daunting task and probably has more of an idea in his head, but I think he also feels you know, rejuvenated with, with the opportunity to play on a roster that's ready to win right now everywhere around that quarterback position, despite how tough it's going to be to navigate – and let's maybe see what happens over the next you know, two, three years. What would you say is a proper expectation for the Jets and Aaron Rodgers in Playoffs. his time there? Okay. Playoffs. I, I, mean, I, would, I would agree. To me, that's a playoff team last year with better quarterback play 
which was which was their Achilles heel. And it was why I was never a believer in the team last year because as good as the roster has been built, it was the one spot they just couldn't admit that they had missed on. And and that and that's fine. And, and now they haven't. They addressed it, and, and they'll have him moving forward, which to me makes them a, a playoff team. I'm not sure what they win the division, um, but I think it's it's safe to say that's that's what they they will be next year. And that's what because I think if if they were to get to a playoffs or get to the playoffs and say they get to the divisional round or say they get to an AFC championship, I still feel like there's going to be some people that go, yeah, but for all that and for Aaron Rodgers, kind of disappointing. And I totally disagree. I think people's expectations for them is so far gone that they, they forget the fact that the Jets have finished last in that division six of the last seven years. They've been awful for like a half century. Like they've been awful. And the idea that you're going to add Rodgers and, and your expectation is Super Bowl or bust, and I think there's a lot of that out there, I just don't buy into it. If they make the playoffs and they win a playoff game, I would say that's a successful first year for Aaron Rodgers. And at the end of the two years, they make a couple of playoff appearances but never get to a Super Bowl. I'm not going to call the thing a failure. They gave it a shot. It's a tough conference, and they were a better football team with him than they were without him. They, they have the longest playoff drought, do they not? Uh, yeah, I think so. Was it twelve years? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's been a while. And that's, that's what I'm saying. Like people have to kind of tend to realize like where they've been and what they've gone through, and that this would be a huge, you know, moment for them just to be able to get into the playoffs. You win a game two, icing on the cake. You keep building from there, and it's a still a really young roster. You know, a lot of these guys don't know necessarily how to win yet, and hopefully Aaron Rodgers will be able to show them that. I think the other thing that you know Rodgers is going to have a great opportunity to do. And I'm not saying he didn't in Green Bay, but it's a small market. You know, arguably Green Bay's you know the the smallest. I think you could probably you could make that case. He's now in the number one media market. Like I think there's going to be so many marketing opportunities. He's had the national stuff. Like we've all seen the State Farm commercials, but you probably have a lot more of like the easier local New York you know marketing deals and opportunities that he didn't necessarily have as much in Green Bay. And that's also like money that's coming from the outside that maybe wasn't there before that he can tap into. And he's made a ton of money. I know he's not – I don't want to say he's not motivated by money. I think that's a portion of it. But I also think there's even just greater opportunity there for him. So why wouldn't you try to maximize that instead of just doing a one-year, you know, let's see what happens, and, and being there for two or three years and seeing where you're capable of building two in that capacity. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, I'm telling you right now, we've got the FSRIR coming up later on this hour. I think we're probably going to have another one tomorrow from LeVar. I don't know what will happen during the show, but I would imagine the first segment of tomorrow's show is going to be hijacked by LeVar. Hijack's probably not the right term to use. I'm sorry about that. But uh, the point is uh, he is going to have some venting to do uh, when it comes to his travel experience leaving Frontier Days in Wyoming. So it's unfortunate, but hey, welcome to traveling apparently in 2023 on airlines uh, across the country it is too- and can you give out the, the the social media information though just in case people are wondering and they want to look up what's happening with lavar right now yeah it's king of all mammals i believe on uh instagram that's the uh the ig account i believe king yep. of the mammals yep i mean that too you know, I mean, at this point, uh, you can see uh, there's a great video there where LeVar's got a phone to his ear. but uh, doing, A landline, yeah. which, is, which is rare in today's times. One of those old school ones that you would just pull off the wall. And yeah. he's, he's uh, sitting down in front of an empty Delta front desk, and he's got the landline and the little, uh, you know, the, the cord all the way attached to the phone. And he's got it near, uh, right to his ear. And I don't know if he's leaving a voicemail on that landline or if he's just using it as a prop for his video. But whatever it is, I mean, well done, well spoken, you know, got all his points across. And then, uh, you know, posted some screenshots as well, too, of the constant delays. And, hey, that's the way this stuff works now when you travel. I, I, I'm still wondering, you know, could it have been a different airline? <laughs> Like, could he have, well, right maybe he was supposed to be on United <laughs> or, or American. <laughs> like, like, sir, sir, you're flying on Southwest. I mean, he wasn't going that far to where you could, there's a lot of options. So it's not like he's traveling to the East Coast and some of the smaller airlines don't fly to certain airports. Like, you know, it wasn't going that far. It was one time zone away. I mean, it feels right. like 
there's a lot of options there. So if it turns out, and by the way, if it does turn out that he just had the wrong airline altogether, do you think he would ever tell us? Uh, probably not. Although <laughs> I hope he'd at least issue an apology to Delta. Yeah, that ain't happening either. Like he uh, would just well. he would just uh, let everybody forget about. It. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want because the one person you wouldn't want to acknowledge that mistake to would be Brady Quinn. I'm telling you right now, if I ever did that, I would never tell you about it. Why? Because I would get my balls broken for the rest of time if that was ever the case. There might be a few subtle reminders for the rest of your life. uh, Subtle reminders would be like, uh, hey, um, just so you know, the show starts tomorrow at uh, 6 a.m. Eastern time. Just want to make sure you know that it's the right network. I don't want you popping up on another network. Okay. And it would just be off and running every so often. Uh, the, the meat wagon would probably chime in with something. Like, there would just be constant reminders. So I would never tell you if I got the wrong airline. Ever. Okay. But okay. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. He's Brady Quinn. I'm Jonas Knox. Brady Quinn, a former first-round draft pick of the Cleveland Browns, a man who has gone to training camp with the Cleveland Browns before. He has intimate knowledge of the situation there in Cleveland which apparently has moved to West Virginia. White Sulphur Springs, the Greenbrier, that is where the Cleveland Browns are having training camp, and their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, spoke about the Browns' new training camp location getting ready for the season. You know, team building and team bonding, those type of things, that's organic. Uh, I, I really think just being on a bus together, you, you can, you're building your team, being on an airplane, being around each other. Uh, I think what this allows us to do, obviously, is, is we're, we're landlocked here. Uh, we're, we're in the middle of nowhere by design. Uh, so it's really, it, it forces you just to be around your teammates. All right, so there we go. Landlocked. I mean, he, he's not wrong. I, I, there's only a, a couple training camps, well, I guess one, where uh, where we actually went somewhere else besides the team facility. Most most teams now don't go anywhere, and and part of that reasoning is they they want to try to get some of the revenue uh, by having fans come in for the daily practices. It's like another revenue driver, if you will, right? Fans who maybe can't always either afford tickets to a game or or make it out, um, you know, for whatever reason during the season. Sometimes they can make a trip of it during training camp, come out see the players. Sometimes it's free for fans. Sometimes they charge them. Whatever the case is, um, it's, it's just a different way of getting fans more involved. And you have more control over it because it's at your facility. Uh, and so it's kind of like a cost-cutting measure and then it maybe a chance to make some money. At least that was always my experience. Uh, and in particular in Cleveland, Cleveland always had it right there at the practice facility. And it, it made it kind of easy for the fans. They had a whole fan experience there. It was pretty cool. Uh, going off to a whether it's a small college uh, or or a destination like this, it does kind of make it centralized where you really can't go anywhere. I mean, you're just there, and you do get some of those bonding moments. But it, it's not like college, like where college, like you know, you're a college kid, and you know, you're you're all going to be hanging around one another. <clears throat> you know, guys don't have families. You know, for the most part, it's just it's different when you go in the NFL and you go away. Guys are hanging out a little bit, but it's not like it used to be. I mean, especially in small towns like that, it's kind of hard to get away without people noticing you. You know, if, if guys want to try to go out and grab a beer or, or go out to eat, something like that, 
they're going to find you. And so it, it's it's just it usually doesn't have this, the same impact that I think coaches and organizations used to grab from this as opposed to you know just going through the training camp to set your roster and head into the season. The bonding happens a lot more in season than it does in training camp anymore. It's yeah. just a, it's a different day and age in the NFL. I've always wondered about that. Would players prefer to be closer to their family at training camp at the team facility or to, to go away and try and, you know, get in gear and, and just get lo- get ready to go. Cause like there's, they'll talk about fight camps. Guys will go to big bear and just disappear and not be around their family. It, I, I would want to be around my family. I'd want, yeah. I want, I would want the opportunity to see my family, especially in the middle of a training camp, just as if anything, just for the mental break, possibly of a you know if i could you know drive and go you know grab lunch with them or whatever the case may be i've wondered how many guys really would prefer just to disappear altogether and get away from it all as opposed to the number of guys that would rather have the option to be local and and closer to home there's some who don't mind it but i i think the thing that always you know stood out to me was just the hassle of having to move into some place for a few weeks, then move back out of it. Like it, it's, it kind of stinks. And yeah. you're, you're, and if you think about the living standards of of most of the guys who are on that roster, you're moving into a dorm. <laughs> like some of these guys have lavish houses, and they've got really nice beds they like to sleep in when they, when they're back home. And for in, in some camps, the veterans don't even have to stay necessarily in the team hotel if they don't want to. Some some of them will want to just if they have young kids and they want to you know try to sleep in a little bit and get away they could do that but uh, to your point it's easier to see the family it's either easier to get back and forth to your house to grab something if you need something as opposed to being you know further away and I also feel like it's kind of a you know it, it's kind of a knock on you know the local fan base like they they, can't, they have to drive or commute to be able to just go watch you know training camp as opposed to being able to see them. You know, every day when you're you're getting ready to you know before school starts, go over and see practice or something like that, uh, and then get ready for the season. It's kind of a knock on the local fan base there as well. I still don't understand why the Cowboys come to Oxnard. I don't get it. Like I don't know what sense that makes. Like I, this one, it's you know kind of close. The Cowboys are leaving Dallas and coming to Ventura County. They're coming to Knoxnard. It doesn't make sense. I don't know why they do it. I've never gotten. I'm sorry, a clear where are they answer. going? Uh, Noxnard. That's what they call it. <clears throat> Isn't it Oxnard? Yeah, but they call it okay. the Nard. But you know, someone. Why call would they call it the Noxnard? Well, you know, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. That's I'm, why I'm asking. Well, I, I'm um, sort of a big deal. You know, a lot, a lot of uh, in-laws. You know, I spend Christmas Eve. You know, with the in-laws, we do tamales. We do mariachi. And that's in Oxnard, California. Yeah, Oxnard, California. Okay. Not far from La Colonia. Why don't you look that one up? It's not. A, what is not, that? Is that Spanish for Cologne? Eh, no, nah, it's uh, not an ideal place to be if uh, if you're not part of La Colonia. It's a La Colonia. Yeah, it's sort okay. of a a well known gang, if you will. Yeah. Okay. So there's that going on, and still the Dallas Cowboys decide to go have training camp over there. I don't know why. Like, why can't you like go to Oklahoma? You're right next to Oklahoma. See what happens there. Find find a nice little place in Oklahoma. All right, you're right next door. Go to go to New Mexico. Like why why Oxnard, California? And it's not even like the weather. It, it's coastal, so the weather is nice. So it's not really like you're putting them in extreme conditions so that they can get ready for the season. Like it's it's kind of a you know there's a breeze. It's near the ocean. You got it. Just doesn't make any sense to me. So I just wonder who comes up with these plans and why they feel like they have to go that far away from the from the facility to try and get a team ready. 
I, I have no idea either. Yeah. But um, I, I think at one point I always remember him, them hearing that they felt like they were feeding into their their national fan base, right? Like they've got a lot of Dallas right. Cowboys fans in uh, in California. Yeah, that they were you know helping to you know give them an opportunity to come watch the team practice and and go through training camp. That was what I what, what I understand. And look, maybe that's part of what the the Browns are thinking here. Maybe they feel like they've got a decent fan base in West Virginia and they've looked at it or it's just purely out of the fact that it's a huge season for, for Cleveland, you know, for Kevin Stefanski, for Deshaun Watson, for, I think all parties involved. This is a, this is a big year. This is as good of a roster as they've had since they came back in 1999. I think if you're looking at the amount of first round picks, the amount of, you know, talented players they've accumulated now, this is that, that window, right? You know, where you've got a few years where Deshaun Watson, he's obviously, you know, under contract with them for, what, four more years under the guaranteed deal? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> these these next two years, three years, that's the window of time before if this thing doesn't work out, it, it's all going to blow up. And and I would I would say not that he should be. I think Kevin Stefanski's a good head coach. But you could probably imagine if things don't go well this year, everyone's going to look to point the finger at someone. And it's not going to be Watson because of his contract. You can't move on from him. And so it'll probably end up being Kevin Stefanski if that's the case. Yeah. Um, on the By the way, I just thought of something. Maybe if the Cowboys want to appeal to their national fan base, why don't they just do training camp and skip Bayless's backyard? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, what are we waiting for? Like, let's make this happen. I mean, he's the one who has kept them alive and in the news for as long as he's done, and well, he's a diehard There's fan. been a lot of people who've, who've kept the Cowboys <laughs> as a topic of conversation <laughs> on studio shows for a while. Right. It's, it's the, uh, the go-to. R- rinse, and, rinse and repeat, right? Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> there's always going to be a debate over Michael Jordan, whoever else you think is, is as good as Michael Jordan. Uh, what's the other what, What's the other summertime topics? Oh, uh, yeah, there's um, – should they get rid of the home run derby, um, steroids, uh, or Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? Pete Rose in the Hall of that, Fame. That's always a good one. That seems to resurface at some point. Yeah, so they, that, that always sparks back up. You know, it, it is funny when you think about it. I would if, – if you were to say over the past three or four years, which team has had more national coverage – the Chiefs or the Cowboys? Who would it be? Oh, the Cowboys. Yeah. And the Chiefs have two Super Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> like they're in the middle of a dynasty, and the Cowboys are mediocrity personified. Well, yeah, but the Cowboys, they also find amazing ways to lose. Yeah. I mean, if, if we're being real, I mean, you could, you could recall the, the two-minute snafu or whatever you want to call that play. With Dak Prescott. Was that two years ago now? Yeah. And then you had the end of game play pass to Zeke Elliott, his, his last play as uh, a Dallas Cowboy, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. We got blown up. Was that the first of the 49ers? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think both those were against the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. like you, you can't you can't script up a worse way that they found they've they've lost over the past couple of years. Like, there's always some exciting, disastrous way in, in which they lose. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.